Welcome to Battling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek Spech. Hello. Derek, this is the second time in three, four, five, six, six weeks that you've been here. Yeah. Because we did- I was here for a bonus night. Yeah, one- We didn't record. Yeah, Yeah, a bonus night. That's right. Yeah, that was our planning session night. Yes. And uh, yeah, but you've been boogieing around. You've been AWOL, yeah. Meanest links and motorbike trips and- that Kevin Callan interview came in handy. It sure did. Kevin and Andy, they talk forever. I know. <laughs> Kevin and Andy allowed you to go on holiday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin and Andy. Um, how you been? Good-ish. Good-ish? Yeah. Good-ish? Yeah. Still alive and kicking. Still alive and kicking. Gaining my strength back. You were uh, sick for a while there. I was sick. Still don't know what it was. Initially, I thought it was Lyme disease, and then test came back negative, and then... You got tested for Lyme disease? I did. Oh. Because I had all the symptoms. Okay. So the doctor tested me for Lyme disease, and he tested me for a whole bunch of other stuff. Well, and you just come back from your meanest link. Trip. Just came back from the meanest link. Right. And then, uh, so I suffered those symptoms for about eight days, and then all hell broke loose. Were you, was it Was it like homesickness? <laughs> it was like uh, Guardia, Giardia. Oh, beaver fever. Beaver is like beaver fever or something. Ooh, Montezuma's yeah. revenge. Yeah. So realistically, you didn't go on the meanest link. You went to Cuba or Mexico <laughs> or something like that, didn't you? I lost combined. So I lost 15 pounds from the trip, gained five back. And then when I got sick, I lost 15 more. So I'm hovering at around 25 pounds down. I'm down 25 or 26 pounds. Wow. Yeah. So you're going to start your new company, Derek's Meanest Link Weight Loss Program. Yes. That's <laughs> awesome, buddy. It's not a recommended weight loss program. Not the, uh, not the beaver fever part. Well, depends on who's doing the recommending. <laughs> The doctor may not recommend it. <laughs> no. <laughs> there was a girl at work. She kept saying, spit on me, spit on me. I need to lose weight. <laughs> it's like, oh, Ew. gross. <laughs> That's just gross. <laughs> but you're back, you're better. I'm I'm not 100%. I've lost quite a bit of muscle mass. Uh, and I'm kind of, some days are still good. Some days are still kind of iffy. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you're, you're here. Yeah. That's yeah. all that matters. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't hire anybody else to replace you, so. <laughs> you, you missed out on have a, to. You missed out on a good conversation <laughs> with uh, John Van Berger last week. and Yes, yes. But, uh, I was actually home then for that. Yeah, we didn't even know you were here there. We yeah. didn't realize that you had. Because uh, I was supposed to go on my motorcycle trip. Yeah. And then I canceled out because, well, I couldn't even get out of bed. We could have wore a diaper. Yes, I would have had to wear a diaper. <sighs> Cruising down the highway yeah. to Mount Washington exactly. on your motorcycle wearing an <laughs> adult diaper. So how uh, was your trip? I pooped. <laughs> <laughs> Lots. <laughs> Lots. <laughs> it was squishy. Uh, well, uh, you know, hopefully you're, you get everything yeah, through I'm, your I'm, system. Yeah, I'm, I'm mostly better. It's, it's, I'm just, I'm still weak. I lost some muscle mass and stuff like that. So, you know, typical stuff that I'm used to doing is like, hey, why does this feel so heavy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it is a time to start prepping for stuff too. Yes, it is. Camping trips are coming. Yeah. Do you Prime have any? time. I've got one, two, three, four, five of them, I think. Wow. Yeah. I got one, a four-day trip in Algonquin in July. Then there's two four-day trips in August. I got the one we're heading south in September. And then a six-day solo trip, which I'm looking at Tomogamy in October. Okay, cool. So, yeah. Um, and you've got what? Uh, well, we're going to do a bunch of little weekend things here and there, just, uh, extended weekends and whatever. But, uh, the two big ones we're tr- setting up for is, uh, so in July, in a couple of weeks, we're going to go now I've, I've been, we've been hammering back and forth. We, over, we keep thinking, oh, we're going to do Algonquin. No, let's try someplace new. So, uh, today I saw John Bobluck. He was talking about, he went to Tomogamy and he was raving about how nice it was and yada, yada, yada. It's like. I should go to Tomogamy. That's the new place, man. Yeah. Like last year, last couple of years seemed to be Killarney. Yeah. And it's slowly, I think, switching mm-hmm. over. People are far, heading farther and farther and farther mm-hmm. north. Except, you know, like some of us who go all the way up yeah. to Moosonee, that's. <laughs> <laughs> 
But like I, I know I normally used to go to Tomogamy every fall with the guy, be a guys uh, from work trip. We go up do the Sturgeon River, or Lady Evelyn, Shearwater, or Solace Lands. We do that every fall for like a week, just over a week. And uh, but those guys, uh, they're all retired and doing other things. So uh, l- year before last is last time we went to Tomogamy. So I didn't go do a Tomogamy trip last fall. And uh, so it's like, yeah. I should start taking the kids and showing the kids tomogamy. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've been up there many times. Well, I contemplated doing, on my solo trip in October, I was contemplating doing the fly-in thing. Okay. So they'll fly you in, they'll drop you off. Yeah. And then you paddle on back. But I think it's like six, seven hundred bucks for a one-way trip sort of um, thing. That's a bit. I did I did it in a tomogamy, I think, at Scarecrow Lake, where uh, Ishpatini Ridge is and the fire tower. Yeah. We flew in and each flight so there's four of us the uh because they only take one one canoe yeah Yeah. so uh one group went in and then the second group went in so it was uh 16 or 1700 dollars each trip so it was uh wow yeah so it was like eight or nine hundred bucks per person yeah 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 Yeah, for six days now yeah that's kind of, and and it could be even more now because of the price of fuel, right? So I wonder if they give you a discount if you don't let them land. Like just <laughs> just, just drop me out. Just fly close <laughs> to the water, and I'll just pop out. <laughs> I'll untie the boat. Work. Just <laughs> floating packs. I'll dump those over, and then fly close yeah. enough, get as slow as you can, and I'll jump out. Yeah, there you, you go. Don't even need to land. <laughs> How much does that save me? <laughs> and then I just swim back and pick yeah, up all exactly. my pieces, right? <laughs> yeah, that's my plan. Yeah, it's you start looking at stuff like that. As nice as it would be, it's it just gets a bit pricey to do. Yeah, like exactly. That. So, yeah, it's not happening. But it is a unique trip. It's nice to do fly-ins. And if you can start taking the kids up, uh-huh. oh yeah, of absolutely. course your wife will go too. Yeah, she, oh yeah, she'll yeah, yeah. enjoy yeah. all that too. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you get the family going farther, farther afield, mm-hmm. yeah. than just Algonquin. Because once the kids start becoming a little more independent and can start paddling a canoe. Then yeah, we're going to be all over the place. We're going to no, no. There's going to be nothing but arguments. <laughs> ask me how I know. Ask me how I know. Come on, come on, come on. Ask me, ask me, ask yeah, me. Yeah, but that's you. <laughs> <laughs> ah, they're fighting again. <laughs> Did I tell you, there's one day we were, I think we were paddling in uh, Lake of Two Rivers in Algonquin. Yeah. And one was in the back, one was in the front, and I was in my solo canoe. And they're paddling and they're just arguing. And I'm just like, okay, if I just drift away, <laughs> start heading, here, maybe no one will notice. <laughs> or the day that uh, they were paddling the canoe and we were going down uh, one of the little rivers that had alders coming around. And the dog decided he's going to start pulling on the alders. So the one in front is screaming at the one in back saying, you're pushing us right into the shore. I'm getting these trees in my face. And the one in the back says, it's not me. And the one in the front, well, you're steering. And the dog's going, ooh, trees. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm behind him going, if I just lee back enough, they'll leave me behind and I can make a run for it. <laughs> How old were they at this time? Um, 14, 15. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See what you got to look forward to, buddy? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, good but times. mine are good kids. Good times. Good <laughs> times. Yeah, it doesn't take much to turn. Yes, I know. Come to the dark yeah. side. Beckett will be that way. He'll be, he's a bit argumentative. Yeah. That should be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and out the boat you go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hit you with a battle. <laughs> Mom, you're up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's great to get the kids out there and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually taking... Um, we're, we're doing that like we did last year. We did the, the three trips. So I did one with my daughter, one with my son and one with my wife. And, uh, I'm taking them all, starting to take them to places that I've enjoyed in Algonquin. Okay. So I'm going to take them to a couple places that, that I've enjoyed one-on-one sort of thing. Yeah. Right? So I'll take one. So I'll hit three different places this summer mm-hmm. and then they'll all hit somewhere they've never been. Yeah. So it's, it's cool to share that sort of thing. Oh yeah. You know, like if there's areas that, that have, there's an area that has a few waterfalls that I really liked, well, I'll take one of them there. And there's one I know that has some good fishing and wildlife. I'll take one of yeah. them there. There's another one. I know there's some good beaches and some nice paddling, not too many portages. Mm-hmm. I'll take the third yeah. one there, that sort of thing. Right. And then, uh, yeah, I'm not sure where I'm going to go into Mogami yet in October, but, um, you yeah, haven't been up there in years. I got to get back there. Yeah. I like it up so, there. It's really nice. Yeah. I, I just wish you could start 
farther up and then work I know, your way back, know. you know. It's just, and eh. we've, with the guys from work, we've done that a few times where we, we've, uh, we've brought two vehicles and driven one way up to the top as far as you can get and then paddle down, drive right. back up to get the other vehicle. It's a pain in the butt, but yeah. 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 But it works. Well, maybe, I mean, there are some other access points in there. Mm-hmm. And like I say, that time of year, I just get iffy with the leaving the vehicle in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You know, because I've had issues a couple of times before. And this has just been an Algonquin. <laughs> yeah. So, exactly. You know, you, you don't know what to expect. And I'd hate to be up there mid-October. And be stranded And be stranded, right? Yeah. Like, hello. Yeah, somebody <laughs> takes all your tires or something. Yeah. Not just my tailgate. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, yeah. This is going to be a, a good summer. And like I say, we're heading down to Nashville and to uh, Clarksdale, Mississippi to do some yes. some paddling as yeah. well. So yeah. there's going to be a lot of new water mm-hmm. for, well, some of us, all yeah. of us really. That's awesome. So that's going to be cool. And then you're doing an, an RV trip. Yes. Uh, we've been looking at doing uh, the Gaspé Peninsula for a few years. And so we're going to, we're going to try and do it this year. Are you going to throw a boat on there as well or no? No. Maybe we're we're, we're going to if... rent kayaks. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So we're going to rent some two-man kayaks and uh, drag the kids out, see what they like, you know, see what they cool. think of it. Maybe on the Gulf of St. Lawrence, right? So it's uh should be nice. There's uh, there's lots of areas that uh, for us to see, and we're going to try and do a lot of hikes. But yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, that's, we're excited for that. That's Tire them out. Yes. Speaking of kayaks, there's one in my garage that needs to leave. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually talking with Alan Drummond this past weekend, yeah. uh, Kingdom Outdoors. Uh, he, what we, I saw the Durham region kayak group mm-hmm. on Facebook, a bunch of them got together out Bowenville way and they, uh, paddle out to see the, the Juno. Okay. Yes. The, right the sunken the ship, which yeah. is not very far offshore. You know, it's right really close. Cool. It's Ontario, like right? hundred meters. It's in 10 feet of water. Yeah. So I, I was talking to Alan there and there's that one mm-hmm. plus uh harbor front. We're going to do Her- some, yeah, Toronto, downtown oh, Toronto. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Paddle yeah. across yeah. to, uh, the center island and yeah. all that and especially because half the island's underwater still. Yeah. They're, they're, he, he's got pictures. They were paddling where, and people were riding their bikes right next to them. Oh, yeah? The water's still that high, <laughs> right? And uh, so, yeah. yeah, so we're talking about that. So you and I are going to be heading out with Alan. Nice. Uh, in case I didn't tell you yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and now I know. <laughs> we got a couple of day paddles to be doing with him. Yeah, cool. So we'll like get a that. few people to, and he, he knows, he's got a ton of friends down there that yeah. paddle out of Harbor Front. So yeah. a bunch of us will head on over if there's any problems. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. We're golden. <laughs> so yeah, so we got definitely got some uh, kayaking trips to do, day, yeah. day, day trips and that. But it, it's pretty cool down this way because we, we, I mean, you, you think, oh yeah, July, August, that's all you've got. Mm-hmm. But no, September, I mean, day trips like that. There's a lot. By, yeah. Extended weekends so or much day local trips stuff. or, yeah, exactly. Right. So that's, yeah. that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, what else? Is that about it? That I don't, I just a couple, those two big trips and then a bunch of little weekenders and stuff like that, that we're going to do. But yeah. 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 That's still plenty. Yeah. Yes, yeah. That's cool. That's well, I, I burned up, up right? so much, I burned up so much vacation for doing the, uh, Minas Link and for the presidential traverse this oh, year. Oh, right. So I'm, I'm short on vacation. Oh, and you so. got to spend all the rest of it with your family too, or your name is mud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got a little bit left for Christmas. Christmas? Yeah. Are you going on another trip in Christmas? No, I just oh. don't want to be at work between oh. Christmas and New Year's. <laughs> Spending with your family. Yeah. There you go. That counts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, what else? Oh, uh, while you were away. Yes. On your meanest link to do. Yeah. Traipsing. Traipsing about the Traipsing park. about the countryside. Uh, I've been talking to a few people and putting together a little program. And we have... As much as you try to do it, we concentrate more on doing the actual podcast and some social media stuff. And we've actually got a blog oh, on yes. our website. Yes. And I think out of the three years we've been doing this, I've posted maybe six blogs, maybe. How many have I posted? Uh, let's see. Approximately. Uh, yeah, give or take z- zero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plus or minus zero from zero. <laughs> Uh, so I was talking, I put out the feelers to a bunch of people and they're like, you know what? Yeah, that'd be cool. I could do something yeah. for you. So on our website, paddlingadventuresradio.com, there are going to be some guest bloggers. Yeah, that's exciting. So that, that'll be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? I mean, it's people that do their own blogs and that. So this gives them some, yeah. some extra exposure yeah. and yeah. it gives our blog site some of this. Yeah. We October got some 2018. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, but we're doing a podcast. Yes, once a exactly. Week, right? We're busy. Um, I actually talked to a lot of people this past week that, um, you know, they're saying, you, you do a podcast. I said, oh yeah, you check it out. Here it is. And, and they're like, ooh. And then like you get home and like five people have, you have new friends on your yeah. podcast okay. Facebook page and they've liked your podcast and all that yeah. sort of stuff. And so that's pretty cool. We're at what? 23,000 listeners a month now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so we've gotten up from that 20, we're all, we're getting towards 25. <laughs> so we seem to add just under a thousand a month. Yeah. We, there's cool. a couple months that were faster more than others, but yeah, I guess we're on average about a thousand, eh? Mm-hmm. And we've got some pretty cool guests lined up, uh, to, to be talking to and. Were you able the, to get the queen? No, she turned me down again. I'm starting to get annoyed with her. Yeah. The Pope, he's on the fence. (laughs) Um, Trudeau, yeah, that's a hot topic right now. Yeah, yeah. We we just put him on the back burner for now. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) Maybe wait for he's out of office, then we'll get him on. We'll we'll get some new fans and we'll lose some. So we just figure, you know what, dude, you're not worth it right now. (laughs) Uh, No, actually, we got some some good uh, interviews that we should be coming up. And uh, they, uh, they may actually, and some of them may end up being a couple of episodes. Nice. I mean, they're just, uh, some really good topics, so I'm not going to spill the beans, but yeah. So we got, yeah, so we got a lot of things in the cool. works and people are at the point now where they're like, hey, you know what? This is really cool. And yeah. We've talked to a few people. We have a couple new sponsors that will be coming on board that we're talking to right now. Yes. So that'll be cool to spill those beans eventually. So we will put uh, links up on, we'll talk about on this, uh, on our podcast. We'll put links on our Facebook and all our social media and all that when we get their guest bloggers up and. Um, yeah, so you can go over and read what they've got to say about mm-hmm. paddling related subjects and, and whatnot. So that'll be I'm cool. excited for that. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Um, I'm going to talk about what we're drinking tonight because that will eventually feed into sort of what, uh, we did this past weekend, yes. our, uh, next topic. So we took a little, little trip, this unexpected trip. On Saturday. We as in you, Tracy. And Alan Drummond from Kingdom Outdoor Products. Yeah. Uh, was that Saturday? That no, that was, was Sunday. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> Monday. Canada was it? Day. It was Canada Day. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah. Canada Day. Monday, Canada mm-hmm. Day. Uh, we took a trip up to the east, west, the west, northwest side yeah. of Algonquin Park. And um, we were looking for something. Didn't find it. So on the way home, we passed a brewery and I made a really fast left turn because Alan saw the, we are open sign. Ah. <laughs> well, Canada Day, everything's closed, right? Yeah. So Except you apparently craft breweries. Yeah. So up in South River, Ontario here is Highlander Brew Company. And tonight we have Blacksmith Smoked Porter. And that is really tasty. What does it say on the back here? It says Highland Brew Company. Oh, flavored IBU 27 flavor profile. Brawny complex malt notes of dark chocolate, dark roast with burnt espresso edges. Hints of maple and mellow smoked peat. Who's peat? (laughs) It was yummy. It was. The smoked porter was actually rather nice. Really dark too. And the one we're having now, which is complete opposite, is the Buckshot Lager, which is cool because my uncle's name, nickname was Buckshot and it got, oh, yeah. got shortened to Buck. So I actually have an Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck. Right? So this is the lager and this is only 4% alcohol too. Uh, what does that one say? Buckshot is handcrafted using traditional techniques to produce a clean, sessionable lager. A uh, bit of a perfumey, tasty smell to it. But it actually is not too shabby. It's quite, it's, yeah, it's, it yeah. is, it's pretty good. I'm liking both. So, um, I've got, uh, I think about f- four or five other ones up there right now in the fridge. So we'll have to try those ones as well. One's a Shandy. I'm not big on Shandies, but, um, we were supposed to meet up with people on, in the evening for a barbecue and I knew we were going to be a couple hours late and I know she likes Shandies. So, oh, I, yeah? so I bought her one. <laughs> <laughs> to, you know. Eh, sorry. <laughs> but anyway, um, we're going to go to have a quick little break here. When we come back, we're going to talk about the paddle in the park contest. And uh, that'll tell you the reason why we're actually in the up park. that end of the park. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dark Sparst. You're listening to Paddling Adventures Radio. 
If you like what you've been hearing, you can find out more by checking us out at paddlingadventuresradio.com, as well as on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter. You can find all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, and the episode page for our website, where all our podcasts are available for download or streaming. We love to hear from our listeners, so if you have a suggestion for the show or want to let us know how we're doing, please drop us a line. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Algonquin Outfitters, providing quality Algonquin Park backcountry adventures for the entire family since 1961. Whether you want to get on the water for a day or a week, the friendly staff at Algonquin Outfitters can help you out. Find them online at algonquinoutfitters.com or visit one of their 12 locations. Algonquin Outfitters, your outdoor adventure store, with locations in Algonquin Park, Muskoka, and Halliburton. Welcome back. So on the weekend, um, since 2013, there's been this contest in Ontario. It's called the Paddle in the Park Contest. And on the weekend, it started. So July 1st, every year it starts. They did take a break last year, but 2013 they started. And, and what it was is uh, a Paddle in Park Contest is to entice people to get outside. To yes. remind people the benefits of getting outside, health and, you know, uh, getting families together and friends together and just enjoying the neighborhood and mm-hmm. enjoying the nature and the wilderness. And it's been working. People are like coming out in droves to participate. They, they really are. Uh, Badger Paddles and Portageur.ca, which is our, our friend Preston, uh, he they got together. Preston is, uh, is more known for his dog, Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they got together and they hid some paddles along some of the waterways in Ontario and they would give clues as to where to find them sort of thing. And so people would be out walking a portage thinking, you know, you know, it's in the area. And then they would see it strapped to a tree just off the trail. So it wasn't like you were walking down the trail and it's right there in the middle yeah. of the portage. Yeah. You did have to look a little bit. Yes. Yes. And people loved the idea. They were out looking for the paddles and the first year all of them were found. Right. So they figure, oh, this is, this is cool. And over the years, as the contest has developed, they've added paddle point system to this thing because, you know, you're like, oh yeah, what's well, my chance of going out and win of one of these 10 paddles or, or however many they were hiding that year. Right. When you're talking Algonquin, even, like, even just Algonquin Park, like what are the chances of me being in the right spot to get one of these paddles? So they've added this paddle points system. And what it is, is you collect points for different things and you rack up your points. And then at the end of the, the contest, you're entered into a draw based on your points to win different okay. prize categories. Yeah. So even if you aren't in the, it's, I mean, like say somebody's out in Alberta, they can collect the paddle points because there's no way that unless they're coming out to Ontario yeah, to exactly. look for they're a paddle, gonna, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. So this means anybody in the world can participate. Now, just to put into effect, uh, so what they do, I'll, I'll tell you here, is they, they have these little flags that you can print off, these stickers, a little thing with, it says paddle paddle in the park contest, hashtag rewards are out there. And it's a, a little yellow sticker with a black emblem on it and whatnot of people portaging. they got a couple different ones. And what you do is you go out, they have a list of all these different activities to do. And you go out into the wilderness on a canoe trip, a hike, or enjoying camping with friends or whatever, that sort of thing, all these different things. And you take a picture of yourself doing the activity okay, while holding this little yellow mm-hmm. sticker or, or flag, yeah. the paperwork, paperwork, they call it. Um, and the more of these different, uh, activities you do, the more points you accumulate. Mm-hmm. So one of them is, you know, get outside, go somewhere different, that sort of deal. So when we went to Iceland, I took one of these. Oh, cool. And there's this, this, uh, famous statue downtown Reykjavik and I stood in front of it and got a picture taken with the paddle in the park contest. Hilarious. It wasn't in the park, but you're out there, you're, you're enjoying, and we were hiking for the day, you know, we're hiking through the city at this point, I mean, uh, down the waterfront and stuff like that. And, uh, that was pretty cool. So yeah, you you gotta be creative with it and stuff and they, they have all these different things. So over the years, it's gotten because I remember it used to just be in a park, and then it, it went to Killarney, and then to Mogami. Other parks and, are expanding. 
So if you go to paddleintheparkcontest.ca and they got all the, you'll go to the page and they got a whole bunch of stuff there, different tabs at the top to, to click on. And one of them is the map. Okay. So right now they have a big area outlined. The area, <laughs> the paddles, they go from Kingston up the Ottawa Valley around Algonquin Park to Tomogamy, west to Killarney uh, Provincial Park, down through Georgian Bay and Tobermory, southeast across to the Kawartha Lakes and Peterborough, down to Belleville and Pr- Prince Edward County, and back around to Kingston. Wow, that's a lot of area. That's a massive <clears throat> area. Huh. Right? So you're sitting there, okay, well, we've got 10 paddles hidden there. Um, yeah, my chance of finding a paddle in that area yeah. is next to none, <laughs> right? So that's what you're thinking. Yeah. Well, they give out clues. Yeah. Yes. Well, they have to. They can't just. Yeah. Yeah. There's 10 paddles out there. Good luck. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So they give out, they give out, out, out clues, uh, to it and you got to decipher the clues and hopefully you decipher them properly. Hopefully (laughs) you decipher them properly and you end up in the area. Yes. And you find the paddle. Yes. Which is why we're drinking Highlander beer this evening. <laughs> oh, which by the way, just a input here, Highlander beer, we heavy Scottish style ale. Uh, we're enjoying the beer so much. We decided to open a, a third one. Slightly sweet with complex malt character and smooth finish. Highlander's we heavy Scottish ale is the perfect accompaniment to a winter's evening. Ah, we're a bit, bit late on that one, but you know, good. it is actually a good beer. Uh, so we, we decided, you know what? Oh, I know, based on the first two clues, yeah. I know where the paddle is. I was 99% sure I knew where that paddle was. <laughs> the first clue said, follow Portageur's first path. Something, like, something to that effect. Yeah. If you go to portageur.ca, one of the first, I think it is the first trip that he took Nancy on and that is on his page, yeah. is going from North Tea Lake to Manitou in northwestern Algonquin Park. I'm like, okay, follow the path. So I check it out on a map. The next one said 1 of 135. Going to North T is a 135 meter portage. <laughs> okay, I see, I see. And at the front of that portage, like at the start of that portage at one yes. of 135 is a campsite. Dude is camped on that campsite <laughs> at mark one meter of 135 meters on the same route that he took his first yep. trip, his first path, right? Nailed it. Nailed it. So <laughs> I, <laughs> Alan, buddy, here's my, 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 my thoughts. Tell me I'm wrong. And he goes, I think he got it. <laughs> Dude, be at my house three in the morning. We're heading three up. Three in the morning? Three in the morning. Cause nobody's beating us there. We are getting there. We're going to be knocking on Preston's tent. <laughs> Dude, give me my battle. <laughs> Preston was about 150 kilometers away. <laughs> So not quite, not quite there, but it all fit. Yes. Right? Okay. So now make the clues fit to the actual site. Well, hang on. Okay. So we're paddling in, right? So you got to paddle across, uh, uh, Kawawaymog Lake, yeah. which is also known as Round Lake out of South River. You go, and then there's a big, the Amable Defond River, nice and weavy, windy, yep. whatnot. And as we're going through that, there's a couple coming the other way. And they happen to have a water bottle, like an Algene bottle, yep. standing up on a paddle across. Because that's one of the things. If he sees your 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 tag, your your flag here, your sticker, yeah. then he's like, hey, paddle in the park, here's your paddle, right? Because yeah. he has another one, apparently, that that's what he's it's just going to give away. Going to give away. So they had it mounted. So in case they happen to pass him, he sees yeah. it, they get it. Alan makes a comment, hey, that's a mighty nice sticker you got on that water bottle. And they said, you, you know the paddle in the park? He says, yeah, we're heading in right now. He said, oh, well, we need to talk. <laughs> so we had this chat with his other couple, talking, uh, Chris McGilvery and his, his, uh, his friend, and uh, saying, hey, um, you know, yeah, this is our reading of it. And they were pretty much, except for a, a, a couple different inferences, they were pretty much 
in yeah. full agreement. So much so that they went in the night before and camped so that they could be there at seven in the morning. Uh-huh. They searched the complete area. The The campsite doesn't look like it's even there anymore. Oh, okay. And there was no paddle. <laughs> so then we're thinking, oh, maybe the one, and, and, and that, uh, um, Alan's thing was, maybe the one of 135 is like 1135. Oh. So he was going to arrive at 1135. Oh. So we hung around for, huh. till after 11 and finally, you know what, we're calling this because we got to get back. <laughs> <laughs> we actually had a barbecue to get to. So I'm like, yeah, we'll be, we'll be there for four. We showed up at six. Uh, but <laughs> oops. Um, yeah, so as we're following this and, and then all of a sudden it comes out where he is, uh, where, where Preston was. Yeah. He was in Massasauga Provincial Park. Ah. We're in Algonquin Provincial Park. So he's, as the crow flies, it was like 120 kilometers yeah. from us to him. So road-wise, as like 150 or something like that, whatever. So yeah, we were totally, totally wrong. So the two clues then. So the first... The first one, the, 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 the way it was worded is you'll need a canoe, kayak, or boat. That is actually in the description of, on the Massasauga oh. Provincial Parks website, describing the park. Yeah. Right? Uh, the, I can't remember exactly how the 135 fit, the one of 135... I, I can't remember how that one fit in. Um, but uh, as you know, once you read it and you find out where everything was, all the clues fit in. Yeah. And then we're sitting there, well, that doesn't make sense with the... So there was, there was a, a couple with their two little kids and they figured, well, this is what it's got to be. So they zipped in and they found Preston. They yeah. found his... So they got it right. One of the things was look for the big yellow surprise. You'll see big yellow surprise or something yeah. like that. He had a big paddle in the park banner, banner big hanging banner. at his site. So you could see it a mile away. So yeah, so, so that was it. So they found his paddle because yeah. he, had, he, had, he had put it on a tree at his campsite. Yeah. So they were all happy to get that. <laughs> but there was also a Canadian Canoe Museum paddle, which he had. And so he was giving two away. So yeah. So his thing there was, um, the, the part of this thing says it would be a surprise that paddle. Yeah. And we're like, okay, okay, well. What does that mean? What does that mean? Sort of thing, right? So if you oh, maybe it'll be surprised. So there, there'll be a different paddle that yeah. later or something. Well, no, because what he did was he was paddling around and he caught up to some people and say, Hey, do you know anything about this? And they go, no, well here, congratulations. You just won yeah. a paddle. Surprise. And, and they're thinking, who's this creepy man who's trying yeah. to give us a paddle? <laughs> creepy and weird. It's like, Hey, I got free candy in my van. <laughs> I got free paddles in my canoe. Creep, weirdo. <laughs> so that was the surprise yeah. part, which is pretty cool. That right? is pretty cool. It is pretty yeah. cool. So it's like, where's it in there? And Alan's going, well, here's how it all fit together. And I'm like, well, that's just BS. <laughs> I want a paddle. <laughs> Cause we were way, cause you know what? You're sitting there and you're thinking like all the other years going like, Oh, I bet you it's here and I bet you it's there. It's but this is the first year I've actually said, dude, we're going to go check it. I, I know, know where, where, this, where is. this is. <laughs> I will bet your life that it is up there. Yeah. Good thing he didn't bet his life. Because <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> and as we're paddling down this windy river, yeah. Tracy's going, are you 100% sure this is this paddle is going to be here? And I'm like, no. <laughs> 99% sure. 99% sure. And yeah, apparently that, yeah, that 1% I wasn't sure. Yeah. That's the puppy that won. <laughs> at the end of the day, we had a great time. Oh, yes. out there. Of course. I mean, yeah, we're up at three o'clock in the morning. We get on the, the water first light, paddle across, paddle, do a nice paddle around. We saw a couple of moose, a couple of geese, a couple of, um, bunch of gray jays, frogs, turtles, or not turtles, uh, dragonflies. Um, what else? We saw something, do something. Oh, and a squirrel. Did you see black flies, mosquitoes? Mosquitoes? Yeah. Mosquitoes were bad. Black flies are gone. Yeah. Uh, this squirrel runs out in front of me in my truck. Yeah. Stands in the middle of the road watching me come towards him. <laughs> so, of course, I st- hammer my brakes and stop. And then he runs. <laughs> and it's like he's looking at me going, come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> come at me. Come at me. <laughs> Cojones the size of dinner plates. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. Uh, and then the, the Canada geese, they're in the ditch, in the grass, so I don't even know they're there. Oh. And as I'm coming up, they make a break for it across running. 
Across the road. Across the road. <laughs> You're geese. Yeah. Fly. Yes. <laughs> you don't run. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> so, um, you know what? It was It was regardless of, of getting the paddle or yeah. not. There was a lot of joking. There was a lot of laughing. There was a great time paddling, uh, you know, talking and, and sightseeing and scenery, awesome. you know, all the stuff. So it, it was a great day. At the end of the day, yeah, it was BS. <laughs> but but we, had, we had a blast looking for it. Yeah. So um, coming out of the of the park. Yes. Uh, we're, we're driving down and all of a sudden, like I say, there's, we're driving and we saw the signs for the Highlander Brewing Company. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Alan's like, there it is right there. I'm like, it's open. <laughs> and I go, all right, we'll go buy some beers and bring yeah. them home, right? So so the paddle portion, the paddle seeking portion of the contest starts July 1st, which is already passed, yeah. runs till November 5th, 2019. or November until 5th. November 5th, or until the paddles are found. Now, I seem to remember two years ago. There was a, at least one paddle that had not been found. It lingered. So there was a lot of extra clues given. Mm-hmm. Basically, look for the giant sign in the air pointing paddle here. That's how <laughs> that's how bad it got, right? Until all of them were found. Whichever comes first, the, all the paddles are found on November 5th. The paddle points portion of the contest opens July 7th. I'm not sure why it's so late. And closes November 5th. The winners to be announced shortly thereafter... Be sure to read the contest rules before you enter because it's really important that you do. There's a few things in the contest rules that you need to know. Yes. Uh, one of the things which I didn't know till I read the rules, and actually I, somebody had mentioned it to me, but it's in the rules. If you've won a paddle before, if you've, if you've found a paddle like in the previous years, yeah. you're not eligible to win one this year. You can find them, but you, you can't can win You can find them, take a picture of it for posterity, yeah. send it in and say, hey, I did find it. Don't tell anybody where it is. Was I had a guy and, that like found like three of their paddles or something? Well, there's a, the Kevin Callan guy has, has got Kevin's every year. Yeah. Right. When somebody has found Kevin's like yeah. three times. Yeah. And it's part of the thing to get more people out there. Cause it's like, you know what? There's people out there. They're going to be scouring. Yeah. They're yeah, going to yeah. be on this, like, you know, and, and everybody, else, well, you know what? Like if that's all they're doing from Monday to Friday, it's going to be gone by Saturday when I'm yeah. off work to go. Yes. And so, so in order to dissuade that, I guess, yeah. you know what? You found one before, then you're, you're not eligible to find another one. Yeah. The paddle, paddle points portion, I think is different though. They can, they can do that. So there's 10 paddles out there, 10 Badger paddles, they're custom made paddles. And I think they have, depending on who's hiding, Hap Wilson's hiding them, Kevin Callen's hiding them, uh, Preston Sear and Nancy from Portageur.ca are hiding them. Um, so there's 10 of them that, that are available along the water trails of some of the more popular canoeing destinations in Ontario. So basically they'll give the clues, you go find it. Um, and if you actually find it, like I say, they're usually strapped to a tree. Yeah. Hidden paddles are marked with a special collector's wooden tag and instructions with other information. So basically it says, Hey, you know, you're, you're out there. Congratulations on finding one. Um, I do believe there's information saying send an email and a picture and all that of you finding it and a little story about how you found it. And there's also extra prizes that you will get that accompany the paddle, but you've got to send them the information so that they can then send you this info. These like different sponsors have put together prize packages that then yeah. they will mail to you or drop off or whatever. Whoever finds the 10 paddles, those 10 people yeah. will be entered at the end for a one in 10 chance to win a 16 foot prospector canoe by Novacraft. Wow. Yeah. So if you find one, like if we would have found one of these, then I got a one in 10 chance of of winning winning that canoe. If I would have found two and I would have given one to Tracy, say she found it, we would have had a two out of 10 chance. That's awesome. Right? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, now I'm still trying to wrap my head around the limited number of paddle points because they they say there's you get up to ten points per um, thing you do here. Uh, share your outdoor adventures with us this season for a chance to win some great gear and prizes. Upload photos of you and your friends completing tasks from our official list of various outdoor related challenges in exchange for paddle points. Now they do have a master task list. 
uh, you go to Paddle Points tab on their web website, which again is paddleinthepark.contest.ca. And on the tab, you go into the tab and click, you can click uh, download a copy of the master task list, as well as images that you have to have in your photos, like these flag sticker, yeah. paddle in the park stickers, rewards are out there, all that sort of stuff. Uh, some of the ways to get your paddle points. Photo of your favorite place to paddle, any lake, river, or any other body of water suitable for canoeing is acceptable. So you're, you take a picture of that and you, with you holding the sticker. Yep. There you go. You, you, you upload that and boom, there's your points. Photo of you taking part in any outdoor activity that involves being in a provincial or national park or other wilderness area. Easy. An interesting photo of any native tree, plant, or flower within a provincial or national park. Easy. Photo of you or your trip partners planning your route with maps. So like you and I right now, if we had maps sitting here, yeah. we just lay down one of those stickers. And show us. Get a plan. selfie of the two of us yeah. with these maps and the stickers. Boom. There you go. Any canoe bow f- photo with canoe paddle. So you know how you put your paddle at the front of the canoe? Yep. Boom. Take a picture with the uh, sticker. Okay. There you go. It is that easy. It really is. The whole thing is to promote people getting out there, people getting into the wilderness, getting into nature, getting out onto the water, hiking, exercise, enjoying nature, all that sort of stuff yeah. with people, without people. That's the whole purpose of this. And you build up your points, right? And then at the end, they have different levels that you, different, uh, a, a few different levels that you can um, get in, put your points towards, I guess the more points you have, the higher that level prize that you can yes. get your name yeah. in to win sort of thing. But even with the, uh, the master list, there's, um, reward one, brighten your gray matter. So it's like studies have found forest walking, spending time doing activities in nature shows evidence of lower levels of frustration, higher concentration and increase in positive emotions for children and adults. And then they get a list of five, five different tasks and you do any of those and get your little sticker in there and you get 10 points. Uh, rewards to step your workout up a notch. Uh, let's see. Step three. I'm just going through this book here. Um, cause I printed it off. Reward three. Nature is medicine. Reward four. Your health and life depends on it which is, that's the one, um, photo of you and your trip partners planning a route with maps, that sort of thing, planning stuff. Yeah. Five, boost your health and fight disease. Six, feel the mystery and magic of our world. Seven, build independence and relationships. So group shot of selfie taking around a campfire at night. And any general, generational family photo while out there must depict three or more generations. So your kid, you, and your parents. For instance, if you're going for yeah. a hike or okay. something, boom, boom. Uh, sleep better, feel better. My fingers aren't working here. Uh, we have to use it so we don't lose it. Any photo of you in a park ranger, conservation officer, park staff, for instance, uh, provincial or national park signage selfie, any portage sign with you or your friends, selfie accepted, that sort of thing. And there are rewards to getting out there. Now, I do believe, if I'm not mistaken, um, there are certain people reward. Oh, plus one. These are rewards out there. Uh, I think there's one where you can get a picture with. Uh, maybe it's in here. I just haven't met, I haven't read it properly yet. Uh, like with Kevin Callan, he's hiding them. I know they yeah. used to do the. If you can get a picture with your flag and Kevin Callan, you get points, like extra oh, okay. points, that sort of yeah. stuff, right? Or with Preston. And Nancy mm-hmm. and stuff. Hap Wilson, like get a picture with them with your flag and that you get extra points. And that's the purpose of it. Get out more places and, and stuff. So it seems to be really popular and people are really enjoying it. So this is, um, well, like I say 2013 is 2019. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it's going to be even more popular. It's just growing bigger and bigger every year. Now, I think last year we know the person who won the points contest. That was two years ago. They took a break. They actually took a break last year. Did they? Yeah, there was a few things so was going on. Ago. So two it was, years ago, it was yes, Johnny Sue. Stinson. Well, there was see there was a few of them that one. There oh, were yeah? three different group prizes because ah. I know Sue Shepherd, uh, Sue Squared. Yeah, she won one of the prizes. I'm pretty yeah. sure. And Johnny, I guess, won he was something. Supposedly, he had the most points or something. Mm-hmm. Was it Johnny that had the most? Was it last, two years ago or the year before? That? I don't know. 
Yeah. I thought it was last year, but I guess not. And I know somebody's won a canoe and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it is pretty cool. So you, yeah. it's all, like I say, you go to, uh, for all the information and then some photos, videos, you name it. Paddle in the park contest, all one word, dot yeah. CA. And you can find all the information there. Check it out because you know what? It's, it's a lot of fun. It gets you out there and yeah, you start taking these, especially with kids. If you want to get your kids out there, you just say, listen, it's a contest. Each of you take one of these photos, one of these stickers, and we'll take pictures. Like if you have two kids, right? So that each of your kids, then you can upload each of them, have their own little, I guess, yeah. registration thing. Yeah. So each of them are in their own contest and they're getting their pictures and, and seeing if they can win stuff. Kids love that sort of stuff. Oh yeah. So do I. Yeah. Well, Johnny, when he, <laughs> him and Hiker did all the challenges, yeah. right? When they got the points. Yeah. So that's absolutely, absolutely cool. So, so get out there, paddle in the park contest and see what you can win. And if you're out there looking for paddles, if you see Derek or I. <laughs> say hi. Say hi and stay <laughs> away from the paddles because we're probably looking yes, for them too. Yes, we want those paddles. Yeah, we might mug you for one. <laughs> I mean, we had joked about that. If, if Preston was at that site, like I had said, and somebody was there and he was about to hand him that paddle. Yeah, out of, because they, they video everything, right? Yeah. Yeah, out from the side would have been flying this body tackling <laughs> whoever was about to Grab get. and run. Yeah, I would have grabbed that paddle and made like a pew. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be, it's going to be a good summer, I think. So like I say, if, if there's, if, if I'm looking at the clues and I figure I might know where it is, I'll probably make a run for it. But yeah. Well, and that's what you did on Sunday, Monday. Yeah, Monday. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And it was, you know what? I mean, it was a bit, di- bit disappointing. We found we were way off. Yeah. But at the end of the day, day, we day got home. Yeah. It was a great day in the woods. We yeah. got out there. And you know what the thing was? We were out there. We were so concentrated on the paddle. Guess how many pictures we took with our with our flags? None. None. <laughs> <laughs> none with the canoe. None with the group. None with the portage <laughs> sign. <laughs> <laughs> we could have, we could have had like 30 points already. Yeah, exactly. You know, 30, 40 Oops. points out of the hundred and we didn't get a single one. <laughs> so far we are failing at paddle in the park contest this year. So <laughs> what are you going to do? Anyway, let's take a quick break here and we're going to talk about one last thing when we come back. Hey, this is Sean Rowley and you're listening to Paddling Adventures Radio. To find out more about us, check out our website, paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Current and past episodes of our podcast can be downloaded or streamed from iTunes, Google Play, and the episode page of our website. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for the show, we would love to hear from you. So drop us a line on Facebook or our website. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Algonquin Outfitters, providing quality Algonquin Park backcountry adventures for the entire family, since 1961. Whether you want to get on the water for a day or a week, the friendly staff at Algonquin Outfitters can help you out. Find them online at algonquinoutfitters.com or visit one of their 12 locations. Algonquin Outfitters, your outdoor adventure store, with locations in Algonquin Park, Muskoka, and Halliburton. So everyone's heard about the court case involving the drunk canoe paddler uh, tipped his, uh, he tipped his, the paddle when he was out, had his girlfriend's eight-year-old son, t- uh, tipped his canoe, yeah. sorry, uh, had the great girlfriend's eight-year-old son in with him. Yes. Son drowned. Uh, the court case was brought into the question, is a canoe considered a vessel? Mm-hmm. That was, that was a big deal because they wanted him to charge him with impaired operation of a vessel causing death. To which, of course, his lawyers trying to get him off the hook yes. any which way they can said, "Well, canoe's not really considered a vessel if you go by maritime law." Blah 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 blah. blah. Big court case. The judge took six months apparently to go through all the arguments and came up at the end saying, "Yes, yes, the canoe yes, it is, a is a vessel, whether you like it or not." It's a vessel. And it had to fit the descriptions that's contained in the uh, navigable, uh, waterway act. Yeah. yeah the navigable yeah. waterway act. Yeah. So it, it had to fit into that and, uh, they did find a way to make it fit. They found some old, uh, case law from however long ago and they just, it just, it fits. Well, and all this came about, uh, well, all that was from like 1961. Yes. Sort of thing. Yes. 
So, of course, now that they've said that, people are going, the news is just filled with it, right? Yeah. So then the judge came back with a guilty verdict. So he's Mm -hmm. been charged. So then the sentencing is coming up. August 15th. August 15th. Um, Then, of course, now all the news is, well, the way they're talking now. And, of course, you know, it's all (laughs) the lawyers trying to put spins on it and everything like this. What about a pool noodle? A pool noodle is a vessel. Yeah. Well, and that, so the judge basically is uh, all these things. People are saying, "Well, what about this? What about this? What about this?" Yeah. He goes, "That's just nonsensical." Yes. Like, it still has to yeah. fit into the navigable waterways yeah. act. It has. Well, to what be... about if I'm in a raft in my pool? Yeah, you're not navigating. Yeah. Well, and that's basically <laughs> yeah. the, the judge is basically looking yeah. at people saying, "Don't waste my time." Yes. Right. Um, I mean, this is serious. A, a, a child lost yes, his life. Exactly. Like, don't be an idiot. Yeah. But like I say, that's the lawyer's job is to be an idiot like that and yep. come up with all these things. So, so of course, this is Ontario law. So, you know, the lower courts, so it may not survive the, it could go to higher courts through appeals, I guess, and everything like that. And may eventually yeah. get a, hopefully it doesn't because crap like this needs to be stopped once and for all. Alcohol and water don't yeah, mix. Yeah, and people keep trying to mix them, right? Right. So... That all set aside, mm-hmm. it's it's a bad thing that happened, all that. What to me is being glossed over? It's being missed. It's being totally missed. I read an article about everything yeah. and they, they, they basically laid out the timeline of what was happening. I think it was the Globe and Mail article. Uh, they laid out what had happened and they found this guy who was on the side of the road. He was drenched and could barely talk and blah, blah, blah. Part of the article says, just 20 minutes after the man was found, Officers pulled the boy's lifeless body from the frigid water at the bottom of High Falls. He'd been wearing four layers. Now, this was in April. Yep. So it's cold. The water's cold. He'd been wearing four layers. A t-shirt, a hoodie, a winter jacket, and a life jacket meant for a child 30 pounds lighter. He's an eight-year-old, and he didn't look like he was like rail thin. I would guess he'd be about 45, 50 pounds. So... Now, this is just our our estimation. This isn't Yeah, gospel. they don't give the numbers. They didn't give the numbers. But knowing our own kids and stuff like that, that PFD was not good enough for him. Wasn't sized properly? Not at all. So that's that's our- Yes. Our, our, take. our takeaway from this. Yes. Once the canoe tipped and his thick clothing soaked up water in the rushing river, he almost certainly never had a chance. Yes. So that he gained weight from the water. He's just, yeah. he's soaked up a whole bunch of water. Another part of the article even said that in order for this guy to get to shore, he had to kick off his heavy winter boots. Yeah. So you're not wearing the proper clothes. I mean, you're wearing clothing for, for yeah. the cold. You're not wearing clothing for cold water. Mm-hmm. So that to me is, I mean, you need to think about that when you're wondering what clothing you need to wear in the shoulder season because it was April. So to me, yeah, I mean, the, the whole vessel or not vessel aspect of the case, I mean, that's got to be sorted out. Yes. But there's other I mistakes think made. this piece of info should be emphasized in some sort of safety forum. Um, I mean, it speaks volumes for the promotion of dry suits, proper paddling gear, general paddling safety, especially in the shoulder seasons. Yeah. Because it just seems to be getting missed that this little kid, this eight-year-old kid who doesn't know better. Yeah. Relying on the parent to know better is taken out there in a PFD that we assume was not sized properly in all those layers that, yeah, if you're over, you're just, it's just soaking up yeah. all that water and yeah. you're going down like you're a ton killing, of bricks. You're killing whatever buoyancy that life jacket had. It, it's, it's pretty much worthless once you have all those clothes yeah. on. Yeah. And, and th- there doesn't, uh, nothing I have come, a- come across yet actually harps on that aspect of it. Yeah. They just, they state it and then walk on. Yeah. They, they say it. Hey, yeah. You know, yeah. He was 30 pounds light yeah. and yeah, they it soaked up the rotter and down he went. Yeah. It could have been a totally different situation if he was properly sized for his life jacket. If he didn't have such like, a winter jacket. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm sure it was April, cold, but yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. But yeah. Be smarter with. And they're at a prep. dam. Yes. You know. Why were they paddling? Well, they, 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 they. Again, they, they say they may be, they were at the dam. It seems like they were maybe trying to 
unwedge something that was at the barrier. Oh, yeah. To block them from, but then they tipped. So, of course, they tip. He goes down. He goes under the barrier, over the falls. Got it. Right? Yeah. But, yeah, he didn't have a chance with all that. By the mm-hmm. time he got out of there to the bottom of that falls, he was right under. Yeah. And he wasn't coming back up. Yeah. Uh, that, that That is... Out of every, because like I say, all we've been hearing about it's a vessel, it's a vessel, it's a vessel, it's a vessel, it's a vessel. Yeah. And then you look at the the read the read the article and you see this bit. You're like, ooh, I have not seen that part before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that needs to be emphasized. If you're going out in the shoulder seasons, you really need to be thinking about mm-hmm. what you're wearing. Yeah. If you do go over, you need to make sure that you are going to be in. Proper clothing that is going to allow you to get to shore. Exactly. Yeah. Because if you go over, you could be warm as hell. Yeah. But if you can't get to shore, that don't matter at yeah. all. Yeah. I've got warm. this, I, I have this uh, gigantic snowsuit on, uh, but yeah, I'm warm, but uh, you know, I'm walking on the bottom of the lake. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's a very sad uh, thing that's gone on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about it as, as it's happened and as, as gone on over the last couple of years. And, uh, cause this is what, 2017 it happened. Yeah. Um, so we've, like I said, we've done updates as, as it went along. And then, like I say, you, you, okay, yeah, he's, he's, he's been charged. Yep. Been found guilty. They're waiting for that. And then you're finding out these little bits where, yeah. There's it, more details. There's more that details yeah. that really aren't being really pushed out there yeah. to go with. Yeah. Exactly. Dude happened here, but there was all this other part and that, that for me really sticks out now that I'm seeing this part. So yeah. If the situation well, could have been totally different if they were proper prepared and if the guy wasn't drinking. Yeah. You know what? If the guy wasn't drinking, maybe instead of just getting himself to shore, he could have like saved the kid's life too, right? Or maybe they would have, maybe they paired judgment. Yeah. He would have stayed away from that barrier. Yeah, exactly. And we wouldn't be talking about this. Yeah. So anyway, um, I think that's all we've got this week. Yes. Awesome, dude. Nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, <laughs> just like that paddling clue. Yeah, nailed it. Yes. Yeah. No, I didn't. <laughs> I was so sure. <laughs> I'm horrible at those clues. I, I, so I, I've never even bothered. The first clue, the first, well, they had first clue of Preston's clue and then the first of the Canadian canoe, yeah. um, museum clue. And I'm thinking, these mean absolutely nothing. <laughs> absolutely nothing. Well, when you posted it in, in their chat group there, I went and found the clues and it's like, what's he getting at? Yeah. If Sean got it, I'll be able to figure <laughs> it out. I read the clues. I read it and I read it and I read it. It's like, it's like kind of like a poem or kind yeah, of thing, yeah. right? And then- I think uh, you got to weed out. You get, well, you do have to weed out a couple of the bits, right? Yeah. And get to, there's only a couple of the, the lines that actually- Matter. Matter. Yeah. And that's, that's what I figured. And then it was the, his first path. And I'm thinking, I wonder if it means his first trip. Hmm. And then I went to his site and it said where he went. And I looked at it in a map and they had put out the yeah. second clue and there was the one of 135. And I saw that portage with that campsite right at the beginning and it all fit. Yeah. That's you know? got me. If, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's bluey. <laughs> I, I don't know if anybody's told Preston he was in the wrong park. Yes. <laughs> he was he was supposed to be at this 135 meter portage waiting for me. Yeah. I guess nobody's told him yet. Maybe if you're lucky, he'll send you a picture of a paddle. Maybe he'll send you one. A yeah. runner up. That's what he says. He says, better luck next time. Ah, screw you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was cool though. You know, I like, I mean, we watched, I watched the videos of him passing off the, uh, the, the, paddle and whatnot to the other people yeah. and whatnot. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. You know what? And like I say, you see young families winning and stuff like that. That's, that's awesome. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So. Fires up a passion. It does. So we'll just have to wait for the next clues and uh, see if we can figure that one out Blues wrong. Clues. And Yeah. Got to be right one of these years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, so if you want to find out more about us, you can find us at paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you want to uh, download and stream these, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Player FM, and all your favorite podcast downloading sites. You can also find these uh, for download or streaming on the episode page at paddlingadventuresradio.com. And don't forget to check out our YouTube channel and don't forget to keep an eye out for our announcements of our guest bloggers that are coming up. And uh, yeah, I think that's about it. 
So I want to thank everybody for listening this week. I'm Sean Rowley. And I'm Derek Specht. We'll see you next time.